You want to jam out with us? Let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story. Once, oh, this is a lighthearted story. Once was a man named Vanille. He lost his heart to a broke ditch. From that day forward, he pledged to never be a sinner. This is that story. Oh, bitch, bring that fat ass over here. I wanna hit, I wanna smash, I wanna make that back go all the way to the crash, 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 crash. I'm gonna break, break, break that back, back, back. I'm gonna give you this dick, make you feel sick when your stomach gets gone. Surfing podcast. I'm your boy Waffles, and it's Maui, and this is Couch Surfing. Don't pay no attention to that video. That's just my. That's just a story about my friend Benio. How he went from he went from you know simp to uh, player. You know, if you watch this man, he roll up, he roll up with the Rolex and uh, the gold chains and the diamond earrings, you know, from straight out of Africa, the size of your fucking nuts. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Whose nuts are we talking about? Obviously not mine. <laughs> I got that super nut. You already know. You already know. My nuts about the size of a fucking plum. And I only got the one. The sugar well, kind of plums? Sun-dried plums? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, we're talking sacks. <laughs> Name a single sack. Like, can you imagine Name a nut sack? And it's like a plump, like a smooth, plump nut sack. You'd be worried. <laughs> I was like looking for something. No, it was more like this, huh? Like that sack. Yeah, like, like this is this is what like a nut sack basically represents, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not talking about nut sacks this episode. Maybe another time. Today we're talking about what you can do with a nut sack. What? Like hobbies, you know what I mean? <laughs> like some people, right? I know, I know professional, like I mean like professional nut scratchers. I was just like, when you said like the, the whole, that segue was pretty bad. But for me, I want to say here for good segue. No, no, definitely not. Are you here to listen to me say really weird shit? But I don't know if the mic picked it up, but I went, what? And in my head, I like, I saw like, my first thought was like the minions. Like the, like when they get that, 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 what? What? You know, like, yeah. So hobbies, is that what we're talking about today? We're talking about just basically what you do in life that makes life worth living. You know so, I mean? so like, what's your escape from reality in form of hobbies? A hundred, well, in the form of really anything, right? Then you'll smash it, bitches. But isn't that what a hobby <laughs> is, right? Like a hobby is just like whatever, like escapes you from like whatever you think is torture in a sense. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like smashing pastimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People right. do, I've been saying this a lot on Instagram, but like, I don't know why it's been more relevant. Like, I, like long walks on the that used to be so cliche, but it's coming back now, bro. It's honestly, weird. honestly, right? I could understand why people like long walks on the beach. It's like, okay, cool. I cannot understand that. Look at this guy. This guy is not. I also think you say that because we live like an hour from the beach, so it's not like convenient for you to get. It's it's not inconvenient for me to go either, right? Like I can go, like you know, San Jose, right? We just go ahead and say, you want to go to the beach today? Yeah, pretty much how we used to roll it, right? It was like, hey, bonfire tonight? Yes. 10 o'clock at night, it's already dark. 
yeah, let's roll to a pitch black beach, light a fire, and let's bring the girls that'll cry in about four hours, and yeah. that could be the rest of our we'll night. We'll bring a speaker. We'll, we'll, we'll fit whatever needs we need to. We'll bring the wood. We'll bring the, the music. The girls can sit on the blankets and cry their eyes out to when they catch their feels after they drink their white claws. The guys can go fucking be guys and try and do drunk black backflips and eat shit. Yep. Always, that was always the role. You know, that was always the thing, right? Because, like, again, hobbies, right? Escapes from reality. That's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. Oh, dude, man. But that was the thing. It wasn't, about, it wasn't about the destination. It was about, for me, it was the people, right? I was like, oh, dude, who's going? Oh, K-Dog's going. Fucking V-Dog. V-V-V-Dog. V-V- V dog, Vinizzi, V. My boy Vinizzi is coming. That is gonna be my theme for the whole podcast. Just talk about how many bitches you smash. <laughs> yeah, K dog's going. VP's going. Fucking Age is there. Fucking C dog. C homie is uh, out there. You know what I mean? Like, C homie, I love that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, C homie's gonna be. There? I'm definitely going. But like, if you get the wrong crowd, you, there's never, there's never that incentive to be like, all right, let's. Let's go for it. You know? See nizzle, my fizzle. <laughs> like, to be really honest, we went for mine and Age's birthday, right? We did the right. whole thing. And only people I knew there were you, our producer. You know Austin. I knew them, but I didn't know them you enough. You knew A-Dog. The fucking A-Dog. <laughs> we're just throwing names, homie. Yeah. Like, don't even associate them with it. You don't, you don't, you don't but, know A-Nizzle? A-Fo-Shizzle-Dizzle? Oh <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, right? Like... It wasn't, I, I'm still, I was the first one there and I set up, but at the same time I was like, I don't know, not like 60% of the people here. I felt bad, I felt bad on that day because genuinely we were like, it's, it's, it's Steve and Charles' day, we're all going to go to the beach, we're going to get drunk, we're going to have fun. And then we reminisced about the glory days of being in sixth grade. No, I was going to say, I was not even, not even, not even, and that was the thing, I was like, why are you so quiet? I was like, everything you guys were talking about was never there you know what I mean y'all were talking about your middle school days and I was at a different middle school right how do I chime in oh I remember that time when you guys were in sixth grade and I wasn't there like you know <laughs> what I mean like how am I gonna fit myself in right I'd have to pull y'all into something that hey new song choice let's do that right. hey jungle juice you know I could talk about jungle juice because it's something invisible and it's in the moment you kind of thing you know it's like let's get smashed and talk about how fucked up we are and that was the thing though it was like we couldn't there was no time like in that group that we had, there was no time lapse where I'm mean, like, hey, remember when, remember when Kristen and, and Vanille and ch- you and I hung out? No, that never happened. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Which, actually, this is actually the saddest thing. Because, like, and we're going to get back to, like, hobbies. I mean, we're kind of still on the same topic. So we're just we're kinda, like, hobbies and pastimes. Right. But, like, I don't even hang out with, like, with any of, like, me... Kristen, E.G., Ariella, we're homies, right? But, like... I literally only hung out with them because I ran into them. I didn't even hang out nah, with them. No, but, like, but like Kristen and Austin, right? They're, like... like Kristen will be like, Austin, let's go get some boba and I can spill the tea. You know, yeah, you know, and then, like, Austin will hang out with Ariella. It's just me and you don't hang out with anybody. We, we, we are, like... Well, I mean, again, right? Like, you don't have time to hang out with childhood bitches because, you know, like, you can't smash childhood bitches. You smash I'm new good. bitches. They just... Yeah, you just... I love to watch you give it a shot. <laughs> I love to watch you have the patience and time for any of your childhood but I was going to say, that's true. You get to know them so much longer, you know, like, oh, I can't do it. There's so many red flags you already have on right. them. You know what I mean? Like, like, you love them as people, but it's like... If we dated, that's a red flag. No. That's, oh, I see two red flags. Okay. Right. All right. It's a no-go. When, when is your childhood... Like, like, look at me and Cassie, right? Like, we were friends for years. 
I know Cassie's entire track record. That, you know, I took that and I was like, <laughs> I don't get shit. It's fucked. And that's when the seven years like, successful relationship. Like, this is off topic, but someone asked me once, they're like, could you ever fuck a friend? I'm like, let's say we're all both drunk, it's been a while. I'd be like, I'm down. But, like, a lot of people can't do that. Me and Cassie have had, like, several conversations about, like, if you were going to end up with any girl in the front group, who would it be and why? I, I'm not going to tell you who it would be and why. You will have to Because the people listen. The people listen. All right. Okay. I mean, but we, all, like, we all know it's me, but you're good. Right, you're back good. to back to hobbies. What, what do you like doing in your free time? What do I like doing in my free time? We all know. Okay, wait. Let's do this. Let's. What did your hobbies used to look like, and now what do they look like? Oh well, I will say masturbating has definitely fallen down the hobby list. You know, it used to be pretty much my only real hobby. I'm gonna be real. I didn't do much. I no, played video games. Wait, wait, wait. Like, I like how, like, are you going on? I, like I know. I'm playing in, like, seventh grade. Bro, okay, you played, like, football, okay, basketball, volleyball. Those were hobbies. Those were jobs. Let's no, put them in the realm. Let's put them in the realm, like, when I was prevalent. Right? Oh, like, when you were prevalent? prevalent? Yeah. All right. Like, what were hobbies? <laughs> magic. Magic. Gathering. So, card games, right? And yeah, card. card games. Well, That's okay. what we do. Let me see if I can wrap off a list. Or like a wrap list. Well, wrap well, let, right let, me, let, me, let me finish what I was Okay, sorry. 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 I was going to take it to card games anyway. Oh, okay. But I definitely wanted to make a masturbation joke. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> finish, finish. No, that was Finish your joke. Oh, see You're that? in the Look, track. I just stole the punchline. Finish. There you we go. Did. No. Ah! Oh, <laughs> uh, we were fucking... There's the guy that was bitches. You didn't even hear my. Oh. Did mine just go over his head? Did mine go over both of your guys' head? What did you say? I, said, I, 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 I got yours. Oh, what was mine? You, well, no. you said, wait, you finished. You, no, you finished. Yeah, you finished. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Finished. Yeah. No, but in all real talk, most of my hobbies really just included, like, just, you know, whatever card game was available. Because, you know, like, I have, like, this, like, I can't, I don't gamble, right? I know a lot of people like gambling as a hobby. Card games is the closest and safest thing you can get to gambling without actually gambling. Because the whole premise yeah. is really like you show up and you buy these you buy these packs. And like I swear to God, I'll be like a, like a cocaine addict with these packs. Oh, I'll bet sure. I'll drop two hundred dollars on a box. Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. Just okay, so okay, I can okay. unwrap the plastic, look at the last card, and go, "This is shit." Yeah. <laughs> You're the Mr. Like, chance guy, for sure, for sure. Right, yeah, yeah. Because like, I was like, well, I mean, like you could gamble. It's just like, just don't put money on it. That's not gambling. But I see what, where you went with that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm yeah, sure. for sure. Because I was like, there's part of me that always does that, too, where I was like, yeah, I kind of want to, I kind of want to get lucky, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I could buy, I could buy the card for cheaper, but if I pulled it, it'd just be that much more exciting, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, like, when, um, when we used to go to TCG play, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember it, we'd be like, a pack is three dollars. If we pull this card right here, I just made six dollars. I mean, that was my incentive of always going to tournaments. I was like, okay, I'm putting in five bucks to enter this tournament. Right. I could win twenty dollars worth of packs. Right. So now I've, you know, I've kind of made back my money in a sense that I'm not technically because I still pulled trash. I still, <laughs> but like I was like, the cost was minimalized. I just had to earn. I just had to earn it now, you know. Yeah. So it was like, there's some gambling, but now it's earned gambling. Now, yeah. now it's like, it's like, it's the difference between playing a roulette table, right? Because I play my form of opening pack. I play roulette. Yeah, right? yeah, no, hundred percent. Dump the money and I go, <laughs> give me the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you're like, you, you're not like. 
Because, like, the cards are so individual. You're not, like, red or black. You're, like, 23 blue! You know? Right, yeah. Exactly. 23 black! Let's go! It's, like, all the colors of the rainbow, and I'm, like, let's yeah. roll up purple! Yeah. <laughs> but you're, like, you're, like, a you're like a blackjack man. You know what I mean? You're, like, oh, yeah, you're like, keeping an see, eye on the table. I'm like, the blackjack man where, like, the house is keeping their eye on. Because I'm, like, right. counting the cards, and I'm, like, okay, how can, right. I, how can I hedge my bets the, the most? But at the same time, I felt like I earned it, you know? Right. And then we had a friend who was also in our group who was just the opposite of both of us. He was just the, give me the cards, I want the best deck, I just want to win. Right. You know? Right. It wasn't a matter of, like, he didn't care about the tournaments, he just wanted the best deck, and he just wanted to win. Right. And that's fine, that's fair. Yeah, you know? so yeah that's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of, like, a hobby. Some people, but, some uh, people can take it that far, you know? Like, I just want to be the best. But that was the thing about hobbies, is, like, it could, we, can all, we all had the same hobby, but we all had different aspects on it. Right, right. But, but again, we all shared in the aspects of, hey, let's play now. Okay. Right. Well, my deck's pretty trash, but we'll make it work. Right. You know? Like, in, like, a prime example is, a prime example is, like, a, you know that Planeswalker deck? I have a Magic Valley. Uh-huh. Well, which one? You have multiple. No, I, I have I have one main Planeswalker deck. Ex which Planeswalker, then? Sorry. No. So, like... No, so, no, no, like, like, which Planeswalker was it? No, that's what I'm trying to tell uh, you. Okay, sorry, right? sorry, sorry. So, like, the, when I say Planeswalker deck... So, like, there are these decks people have super called Super Friends, right? They'll put, like, ten, maybe, like, seven to ten Planeswalkers. And that's a lot of Planeswalkers, yeah. right? Because Planeswalkers genuinely are slow. Yeah. I, instead, went, I'm going to build a deck of, like, out of a hundred cards, mm -hmm. 30 of them. Are we talking Commander? Yeah. Talking oh, okay, okay, okay. 30 of the cards in that whole deck are Commander. So I have, effectively, <laughs> I literally, I, I have, I have 30 I have 30 Planeswalkers. But for the people who don't understand Magic, like, explain why having 30 Commanders is, like... Explain. My hobby, again, is, like, Magic and card games. So Board games, yeah, like... like this, yeah, tabletop. Tabletop, yeah, right? There you go. Tabletop. So, Commander is a format of Magic. If you're not in the Magic Gathering, and you do like tabletops, like, you like D&D, or, like, you just, like, you know, tabletop games, like, board games, I really recommend it. It's so fun. And it's actually very simple, right? Yeah, it's easy to make friends too, man. Oh, it's so, there's so many Magic players. But so Commander is a is a specific game format. You have standard 40-card decks, um, up to four of one card, and then you're just playing to kill the other person. Commander is special. You get one card, one like a 100-card deck, only one card of each type of card, right? So like if I have... like a, Yeah, so you can have the same card twice. Right, right? My favorite card is Fog, right? reason why that's my favorite card is because you tap the green, right? You get, and I'm, I'm not so, going to get into the mechanics. Here, let me, like, try and see if I can break it down. Yeah, so actually, I know yeah. less. Let me see if I can explain yeah, yeah, it better. Yeah, yeah. So, like, tapping. So, like, you have to play nature cards, right? Lands, right? Of and five to, colors. To access the power of specific spells or heroes, right? You have to tap the land, which means that you're extracting those resources to activate that card. In yeah. his case, the fog card. So now right. explain the details of fog. So like, and so basically, you tap a single green currency, and so you play a land, you tap it, and you get to basically negate all combat damage because the point of the game is you get creatures, enchantments, artifacts, lands, planeswalkers, and just normal instants and sorceries. Nice. Those are the card types. There are a few extra card types I don't give a shit about. Yeah, yeah, it gets, it gets, they break it down more and more, but like they're, he said the right. basics. Thing. And now the reason why I bring up the Planeswalker deck is because of this. 
when I show this deck to people, I love the reaction. Like, you know, like I, when I, so the other day, we, I was playing with uh, our friend Chris mm -hmm. and a couple of his friends. Yeah. And they were like, you have a Super Friends deck? Oh, shit, I know a couple people with Super Friends deck. And I always look at them like, no, those are Super Friends deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Super Friends deck. You play this deck. You play this deck. Literally, like, it was beautiful. You play it. And you just have six planeswalkers down, and everybody's like, okay, and here's why I love the deck, because it trips people up a little bit. Well, let me, let me see if I can put it into words again. So it's like, Super Friends is like the Justice League, right. and your deck was Justice League Unlimited. Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. And the beautiful, like, the beautiful part of it is, like, when you have a planeswalker down... Mm -hmm. So, a Planeswalker in the game is effectively like you saying, I'm God. Yeah. And these are my angels. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you have your creatures. Those are like humans. And then everything else. Yeah. So, you play a Planeswalker. And then, you, to lose the game, you need your life total needs to hit zero. Right. 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 But when you're playing, a, when you play a Planeswalker, the other person needs to pick whether or not they swing at you or your Planeswalker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, they have to direct their attack. Right. So, we... Because you don't direct attacks generally in, right. in regular in magic. Way. You usually just go, I swing at you, and someone takes, okay, I'll block with this creature. You yeah. can't swing at the creature. But right. it, with a planeswalker, it fucks out all up. Because they're just like, okay, you're at what? You're at 40 life? <laughs> yeah. Which is a lot. <laughs> and you start at 20? No, you start at 40. Oh, you do start but at But like, with that deck, you'll be late game. And we, don't, we can stop talking about the deck after this. You know. Up to you, man. Up to you. No, like it's either hobby. way. But like, so you, you get it. You you yeah. understand. Yeah. It's just but, it's so, so fun. Let's put it in Marvel terms too, because we put it in DC. Terms. Marvel terms is actually yeah, yeah. So like Marvel would be like Avengers, like MCU, right? Avengers the first movie, and your deck would be Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Where all the heroes come together. Yes. Instead of like the basic seven or eight that right. they had, yours is all the Avengers at Endgame just. But you take, yeah, you right. take on whoever you're playing against. If, yeah, you know, I'm Nick Fury, and everybody yeah. else yeah, yeah, yeah. is in my deck. And that's why I love magic. Because, like, the best part about, like, hobbies, the best part about hobbies is that genuinely, you like, and I am I'm a firm believer that everybody needs a hobby. Because if you don't have a hobby, you are stuck with people who have to think a specific way. If your only oh, interaction yeah. is with people at work, you're just stuck with people who are coming into work and think of you as a co-worker. So they're not going to yeah. talk to you, right? You play in Magic, you can... I've heard the wildest stories playing Magic. I've met the most wild... Like, I met this... I well, know, yeah, but I that's, know a, one that's the beauty of, like, hobbies, too, especially, like, card games like that. It's like, you run into people you wouldn't expect to be played. We have a friend who lives in Georgia who you played Yu-Gi-Oh! And he was a die-hard Yu-Gi-Oh! player. You look right. at him and you're like, this fool never touched This man, yeah, this man. Beat up nerds. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like, he would never touch a Yu-Gi-Oh! card. He's like, no, this fool bred Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, he breathed that. That was yeah, his was, that bread was, and butter. Yep. But yeah. on, on the offside hand, he was also, like, a home run, literally a home run king. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, like he was like, I play baseball for the soul, but I play Yu-Gi-Oh! Kick your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the beautiful part of a hobby. You can do both. Oh, right? yeah. I play magic for the soul. And to watch people lose their minds over some of the shit people have done. That was the thing, too. <laughs> is like, I remember you used to play in drafts. And, like, I don't know. Was it the... Because if I remember correctly, you didn't do well in drafts. No. 
No. Was it was the game style or like what was it that made it so, so hard for you to like adjust? Was it like on the fly thinking that really threw you off? Sort of. So like basically, right, like a good magic player, right? And that's what again I love about magic is that there have all these formats you play there's draft, standard, modern, uh, It's suitable to all right. people. You didn't right. have you don't have to be the best, you don't have to be like super smart, you have to don't be like for me, I don't I don't play it like it's not my main game, I play it not my main hobby, but like no. I borrow one of your decks, and I'm like, all right, show me the gist, and like I'll try and figure out the rest from there. And I enjoy it, and I still try to win. But you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I could... You wanna, can I just tell you something funny that happened the other day? Oh, yeah, always. So when I went to go play Magic, we were like, okay, we played one game of Commander, uh-huh. and that took four hours. Right? Jeez. And so we were like, one more game, call it a night. Wait, why did it take so long? So the like, normal Magic is 1v1. Yeah. Commander oh, yeah. is, you know, multiple. So yeah, we yeah. had five players oh. on board. And if I'm being honest, right, when Chris plays, he, again, he's a winner. Right? Oh, for sure. He's a winner. For sure. So he's not playing like us where we have, we go, what am I going to do next turn? This is what I'm going to do next turn. And end it there. He's like, hmm. He's, man, he's monitoring the board. He's making changes to his game style. He's thinking all the time. And that's why he's good at it. I am ass at drafts because I go, I'm going to run these colors and these colors are all I'm going to run. So I just grab red, blue all the time. All the red and blue cards I find, none of them synergize. They're just red and blue. Yeah. That's it. When Cassie and Chris play, like, do drafts, they're like, okay, this card does this. I think this is going to be the core of my deck. Because, uh, you know, like, I'm probably, it's like, they have the rarities, right? Every card game has the rarities. Yeah. So you get like, okay, this, this is good. I'm going to build off of that. And that's why they do better than me. <laughs> Cassie built the deck. She was like, this whole thing is red, black and white. And it's all about making people lose life and gain life. And I was like, oh. And she went far. She she won a whole you know draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I went, I have red and blue. I play red card. I play blue card. Oh, I lose. <laughs> oh, see, that was like me. Every time you guys tried to get me to make my own deck, I was like, I would see all the colors and I'd be like, I kind of want to use all of them, though. <laughs> you know, you guys... and that's the best part. You can't. Yeah, but that was the thing. But like, and that was, the, and that was my problem. Is I kept on taking influence of other people. Like, ah, you guys, you probably shouldn't because it doesn't synergize well. Because if you don't pull the right colors, then it becomes a mess. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll try to minimize it and like, it still end up like out of the four or five colors. I'd be like, all right, I'll minimize it to three. And right. Everyone would still be like, oh, are you sure? Like, people usually keep it to two. I'm like. I'm always, I'll make it work. We'll figure it out. You know? And then, like, that's... And, like, there's any... And whatever. Magic is a really fun game. Play it. Yeah. But what about your hobbies, man? Well, your hobbies are more relatable, if I'm being oh, honest. Dude. Like, how do you mean relatable? Like, I mean, like... like pick, pick one of my hobbies, and maybe I can... Like, like we can go, we can go, like, an old hobby of yours. Rock climbing. Oh, for rock sure, Rock climbing was dude. an amazing hobby you had. Yeah, man. So, I was a rock climber in the sense... I mean, I started with my cousin... His also name is Chris, but different Chris. Right. So I had a cousin Chris, and so I was like not in a dark place, but at the same time I was not doing well. And I was like, I need something to get me out of a rut. Right. And he was like, that's Hey. What hobbies do. Yeah. And we were little roommates, so I mean, like his bed was like here, and my bed was over there, and like I was like, we had the same work schedule. I was like, Yo, what do you do in your hobbies? He's like, Well, besides smoking weed, you know, I was like, Besides smoking weed, you know, like, you know, I like to. He worked at a gym. So he's like, I like to stay fit. I was like. And I don't remember, we came up across the topic, it was just telling me old stories of like, yeah, 
I went to Planet Grant once in Sunnyvale, and I went, went rock climbing, super fun, and like for my high school thing, I was like, I want to go rock climbing. He's like, okay, let's do it. And we just went to the nearest one, and that was like our midpoint location from our jobs, because I was working at a Costco. And we just started climbing, dude. Like, we had no, like, I didn't have any idea, like, of any technique or any skills or anything. Like, I just jumped on the wall, right? Because, like, everyone, like you said, like, card games, like, people look at it different. I, same thing. My cousin was more methodical, and he would, like, try to wiggle his hands and, like, okay, if I grab it like this, then I could do that. Or switch my hands with this and that. For me, I was just, like, because we started bouldering first, which you don't need harnesses. You don't, You fall. You're only falling like 10 feet on very soft pads. And yeah. We knew how to fall. Right? Him and I used to be like little monkeys on the playground and like we'd play like our own games. It's like, okay, you can't touch the ground. So like we just took that and we just kept running with it, took rock climbing, right? And like we started, like he showed me like the basics and I was like, okay, let's do it. And I was that guy that was like, okay, I see the colors. I'm just going to go. No plan, just go. And I fall off. I'm like, okay, go again. Right? And, you know, people take breaks in between. Like, you fall yeah. off, you're like, okay, shake your arms out, look at it, look at the puzzle, see what you see. Okay, I could have done better there. No, I was just like, all right, I got first step one and two done. Step three, go! You know, and I fucking fall again. And then, like, as I was, I would watch other climbers climb, you know, as I, like, because I would take a break because I was tired. It wasn't because I was trying to analyze. I was like, oh, my God, my arms are dead. But I want to climb again. I'll just take a break. I'll watch someone else do it real quick. And then I'll learn from right. You know, even from like this, because my cousin is like 5'2". So he was like a good eight inches shorter than me. I'm like, oh, wow. He's he's climbing like that. Okay, let me try that. My 5'10 ass, my 5'10, 11 ass. I was like, okay, let me try. Oh, I don't fit. All right, I have to find my own way. And like, I, you yeah, know, I no. make it work for me. And that was like the thing of climbing is like, hot, you know. Real, the real kicker is like being a root setter though. So those are the people that make the problems because they have to pertain it to every person right? of any size, right? Yeah. And like, obviously you got to, okay, if you're smaller and you can't reach, well, I guess you're going to have to be a little more flexible, right? Or if you're too tall and you got to scrunch up, you're going to have to like put yourself in an awkward position to start and then you go. Now, honestly, I'm going to be real. Mm -hmm. That makes so much, I didn't know like there were specific routes you're supposed to take. Well, when I first learned, so I, first, so that wasn't my very first time. Very first time was a blur. It was my brother's friend's birthday, and I just came with my mom to go pick up my brother. And they're like, "Hey, like, no one's looking. Do you want to harness up and just climb?" And I was like, "Yeah." You know, I didn't know the rules. You know, like some places do it by like tapes, right? So like colored tapes, you follow the colored tapes. Other places do it colored coated uh, like holes, right? So that one's a little easier to see because it's like, oh, red to red to red to red and makes it less like convoluted. Right. When I was like, I was like six or five, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna scramble, you know, just grab whatever I can and just go up. And right, like, like, uh, like saber tooth. Yeah. Or like the move in the movie where he's just like, <laughs> he's no, just climbing. Exactly. Like there was no like rhyme or reason. I was just like up, 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 up. And I hit the wall and I was like, calm down, because it's a, like a auto belayed system. So like, yeah. You fall down, the thing catches you, and you just yeah. like gently like. And they, yeah, they look gently let you. It was like you're like a feather, just like. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh my god, that was so much fun. And now I look at it, I was like, I did that so wrong. You know, I was like, I did that so wrong at that age, but I guess I didn't do it wrong. But like in terms of like how I look at it now, I was like, oh, that was wrong. You know, yeah. now I, it was like as you get better and as you progress, like the climbing gets harder. Like you take it outdoors or whatever. You know, like that's I started indoors and then I 
I had my climbing teacher, who was like a private teacher, who I used to help make rock climbing holds with. He would take me outdoor climbing. Same thing. We go bouldering first, right? Like I don't, I, I'm, I don't belay, because like belaying, you have to have at least two people. You have to have a bunch of pads set up. There's just a lot of gear. Yeah. For us, we were just like we just want to drive up to the mountains and just start climbing. So we did yoga. So we did. We took like um, we took we took the basic essentials, right? Like a couple like fall mats, you know. And we just like find this. He knew all the spots in like Arizona, right? That's where we I go out there climbing. Yeah. He'd be like okay, like try this one. I'd be like okay, uh, oh, and like it's so much different outdoor to indoor because the rocks are real. Yeah. Right indoor, like the rocks are nice and smooth, so like your fingers are like. They fit just nicely, and like the, there's no jaggedness going into your fingers. Right, you know? like it's just a nice grip. Yeah, nice, yeah, solid grip. And so uh, outdoors, it's way different. It's like, oh, that's that's ripping my hand. Oh man, okay, power through. Yeah, okay, that one rips even harder. Okay, pinky. Oh, and now I can get my index. Okay. Oh god, you know, and like you're like this. Everything's like getting stabbed to death, and you're like, oof. Okay, but I want to get the top. I'm gonna get there. You know, and it's like just persevere because it's like okay it's less about like okay you know how to do it it's just a matter of do you want it that badly now yeah and there were some climbs i was like putting my hands on and i was like i don't want it that badly all right yeah and then it, we progressed too because like people would like try to set roots on real rock and it's like why right for me it's all functionality in that sense of like okay we're gonna have to sit start i was like why are we sit starting if my goal is to climb this thing as fast as I can to avoid this tiger chasing me, I'm not going to be, okay, let me sit start first. Okay, I'm ready now. No. Right, like, I'm not going to be no, I'm gonna, like, proper ninja, form. Right, I'm going to ninja my way up and get as high as I can, reach the best thing I can grab, and just scramble. That's it. Yeah. And, like, now it's a methodical scramble. I mean, and actually, I do want to ask you this. Yes. Because I, I've genuinely been trying to wrap. I've never gone around to Googling. I could have easily Googled this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you use your resources. Right? That's what the whole point, again, everything, everything I have to say today is about making sure you have a hobby and you're not sitting alone in your house. So that's like the beautiful thing is like, I mean, I don't know, I haven't really brushed up on Japanese history that well, but I think from what I've been like reading into on the little things I have, like Japanese school systems are really good in the sense that they force, and like private schools too, we, we all went to private schools, but they forced you to do a hobby. Right. It didn't matter what, just at least one. Yeah. Uh, there's so many benefits to it, right? Like the social interactions you get with people, it makes you break out of this little bubble kind of thing. And like, I was like a one trick pony because I was so invested in soccer, right? That was me. Yeah. Right. And then I didn't start building up different hobbies until after I was finished with that because I wanted to take that further than just a hobby at the time. You know what? Actually, though, the funniest thing in the world, to me anyway, when I went to Japan, they hooked, they, like, the, my homestay student was a gymnast. And in Japan, they make you go to school on Saturday purely to do the whole, like, hobby thing. Like, yeah. Whatever sport or extracurricular you pick. And now, I, after after hanging out with, like, a gymnast, I completely understood why every single anime about school is always like, we don't give a shit about what you actually learned in school. Your hobbies. And that I, was the kind of it, though, dude, right? They like so fucking hard in those hobbies. That was the thing. It was like, okay, like we want you to get basic education, right? Know your, know your numbers, know your, know how to talk to people, but really get real life experience because that's how you're gonna, you know, that's what the real life is gonna be like. You're gonna be talking to a shit ton of people, right? If you want to work a job, you're gonna have to interact with people, 
Right. No matter what. You know what actually blew my mind? This so, is just a quick clip. Oh, go for it. I asked a teacher there, right, who spoke English. I was like, so can you read that newspaper? And they went, homeboy, you got to take Japanese from literally first grade to the graduation of college and then chill in society for four years if you want to be able to read every single fucking thing on this newspaper. I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's what I learned, too, was like when I was taking Spanish in high school, right, it's easier to... Speak it harder to read it for a lot of people. Yes. Right? Yes. Same but, with like English too, right? We yeah. can speak there's other thing, we don't have to speak perfect English, you know? Yeah. You can say like you know, you can talk whatever dialect and or whatever like form you talk in and I have to pick up the pieces or I could piece together if I try hard enough. Right. But you read something that's literate, you know, literate, you're like, Oh god, you know, they use such big words. What does this mean? I don't know what this means and it's like, Okay, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. That's Shakespeare, right? Like when it's Shakespeare fucking Shakespeare. Right, he was like the pioneer of the English language and making new words, right? So it came so weird to everyone who read it because they're like, I've never seen this word before. It's like, no one has. It's Shakespeare, man. Shakespeare, you know? Shakespeare a trendsetter. A little Back bit. in the fucking, what, 16? You're, you're a history buff. I think you Speaking of hobbies, like, genuinely, this guy right here in learning about history. Because, like, there's learning about history in school, uh-huh. and then there's what you do. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Yeah, man. I have a question. So in the, like, the last year and a half since everyone's been in a pandemic, like we've all tried to like come up with things to not just sit at home and binge TV, although like some people are doing that. What are like some hobbies you came up with in the last year and a half or like revisited? We, I tried getting into so many things that just never worked out. I tried starting a fish tank. That has failed twice right now. Like I bought shrimp. <laughs> like all, like those those most recent time. Are you like, trying to like create Finding Nemo's fish tank in your? In no, your I'm, I'm honestly I'm like I'm genuinely like I just want a fish tank where I can buy fish and put a fish in and not have it die. And I it's sw- maintenance, sw- dude. Yeah, it's but it's not just maintenance. I have gone to websites. I have asked people. I've gone to forum pages. I've had conversations with people in PetSmart about this shit. And I all of my only question ever was. How do you start a fish tank? I'm looking for detail. What's up, motherfucker? Do you, do you still want to? My brother is really good at it. I, yeah, 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 I do. Because, okay. like, oh, yeah. so the most recent time, so first time I try it, right? First time I try it, they're like, you, you, you pour this bacteria in your tank. You wait two weeks after filtering and everything, and then you buy plants, and then you buy, after the plants settle for another week, then you buy a fish, and then it should be good. I tried that, and then my water turned to shit for no reason. Right? The plants just died, everything got dirty. And so the second time, I was like, okay, I tried it this way, it didn't work, so how do I start a tank? And some fucking dumbass at PetSmart went, you take this bottle, you pour it in, you wait 24 hours, you buy a fish. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, miracle bottle, fucking miracle bottle. Pour it in, 48 hours, I bought shrimp within the first three Fucking hours of that. Two of my four shrimp died. I think three of my four shrimp died. Oh. And and the only shrimp... And, like, here's the thing, right? It wasn't like they were sitting at the bottom and they just went, Oh, no, it's not good enough. Died. They struggled for survival. They were, like, they were like going up to crevices, right? Like, you know, you have the decorations in there. They would find nooks and crannies where they were just barely up out of the water. But, mm-hmm. like, still in the water. But, like... Barely out of the water. 
so they could get the oxygen they needed yeah. to survive. And one of them, and I kid you not, this man, this shrimp, still alive. I haven't seen him eat. I have not seen him do anything other than just be alive in my tank. And I'm like, this shrimp is just built different. Because I have, I bought four. I bought four shrimp. You don't, I found one dead. I found one dead. Threw it away. I have not seen the other three. <laughs> I mean, the other two. But that one fucking shrimp. I swear to God. I check it every day. I see it and I poke it to see if it's alive. And it swims away. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I also tried to get a 3D printer working, which broke. So, oof. Oh, so it's finally shit? It finally hit the shitter? Yeah, I have no idea what's wrong with it. It just stops printing halfway through. Like, I can print, you know, that cube they have you print as a test print? I can print that cube like nobody's business. But just that cube. I print anything else, it goes, we tried. But halfway through, we just decided we weren't going to do this anymore. But we kept printing. It's just nothing's coming out. I mean, the way you described when you bought that printer, right? The way you described it, it just sounded so complicated. It, and you know, like, had to print certain pieces for it so it could function better, right? So, when, no, when I first got it, right? yeah, well, I was a dumbass, right? I was a dumbass. I bought it because were, there were all these videos about 3D printers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, I just need a simple 3D printer. Everybody and their mother was like, listen, bitch, you want a good 3D printer? Fuck a simple oh, 3D yeah. printer. So the the good 3D printers, you gotta assemble them yourself, and then in the assembly you learn what the parts are and how they interact and how you can maintain maintenance. Uh-huh. I bought a pre-built box basically, and something I should have learned. I, I wish I knew before going in. What really fucked up my printer was there was a there was something with the it was clunking. Right? There was something wrong with the gears. Yeah. I needed to take it apart, clean it apart, put it back together. That's what I should have done the moment I heard the clunking. Yeah. I didn't know what the clunking meant. What the clunking meant actually was it's getting clogged. So it was getting clogged and getting clogged, and I just left it on. Yeah. I was like, for like hours, it clunked and clunked, and I was like, ah, shit. And it's still printing. It's good. Yeah. And then after the, after the last print where it clunked the whole night through, I was like, okay, clean, like empty it out, clear it, like unclog it. Okay, try it again. And from that point forward, it never worked again. But yeah, what did you do over COVID? Oh, dude, what haven't I done? Like, it didn't seem like I did a lot to begin with, but... I mean, we went to school, man. I don't consider that a hobby, but like, oh, that put me... I mean, this was a hobby, hobby right? Like, hobby, we did yeah. the podcast. The reason yeah. I did the podcast was I was like, oh, God, dude. I don't want school to be all my, like, my entire no. hell. So, like, let's find yeah. a solace and find a way that we can hang out and make it seem like we're not dragging any long. You know, we're not dragging each other through, like, yeah. what's up, man? What'd you do? Homework. I mean, we still did that shit, but at the same time, it was like, hey, we get to fucking chill out now and yeah. do the podcast. We'll work together a little bit. It was like, it was a good way to, like, get that people my, out. That was my that's where I went to go, man. Because if you look, right. if you look back at the episodes we filmed while oh, I'm during school, yeah. I'm a much angrier person. <laughs> I mean, I think half the time our intros were like our our usual like our basic ass intro, and then it was like school. It, literally, right. we had to premise everything like, "Fuck, dude, school has been such a bitch." Yeah, that's how we started. School is such a bitch. But guess what? We're almost done with finals now. So guess what? One more semester, and then school will be a bitch for spring. Oh. Right. Or one more week and. School will only be a bitch for one more semester. Then we got summer break. 
Yeah. I was like, I might go to school during summer, and that didn't happen. <laughs> nah, fuck that. What about, uh, you picked up drawing again, right? I picked up drawing and, like, all f different forms of art, as you'd yeah. say. So, like, I use pastels, yeah. yeah. Markers. I usually, like, I mean, I got started with Sharpies when I first got into art. But, like, yeah, just markers, you know, pencils, pastels, watercolor, like, you name it. Like, organizational art, in a sense. Like, expressive there's a whole bunch of I like there's so many I've, I've so seen many, your art some of it's pretty good yeah. yeah I mean that's the ones I like put a lot of work or time in but for me like I have like about four or five different sketchbooks and I don't use them how they're supposed to be used like there's one that's literally meant for oil and pastels I don't use that one yet yeah like, I've used my oil and pastels on my sketchbooks which are meant for pencils so I kind of yeah. like again I go for my I do my own thing with stuff and then just like let it be right I mean here I mean, I, I, I have nothing to say because, like, I hardcore, like, hardcore, like, early on in life, went and looked at art mm -hmm. as, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. It just went, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Artists, like, I live with an artist, right? Cassie is a hardcore artist. Everything, she, like, her little, I say little, <laughs> her brain, an idea pops in, and she goes, like, okay, classic example, right? This is a classic artist thing. I'll get why people do it. I'll get why artists do it. But a lot of artists will go like she wanted a table. Mm -hmm. Right? Every artist and their mother for some reason goes, I bought this basic thing. Time to add a little spice. Oh, I do that all the time. That for makes sure. no... You do this other... Oh, no, that That's wasn't, an even, example. This wasn't even my idea though. This oh. wasn't my idea. But Somebody was like, we should all... Chris was the one who was like, we should all sign the table. Yeah, but that's a... That's an example. You know what I mean? That's like, an example of what artists do. Like the do backpack, that. right? I bought the backpack and I was like, it's so plain. I'm going to add something that makes it mine. So right. I drew the, I drew this. Right. You, know you look I mean? at my backpack. Plain. Yeah, very plain. Very plain. I mean, I'm like that. Artist, man. Yeah. You guys, like, it's, I mean, I kind of get it, right? Because when I talk to artists about programming, because right? that's the one thing I take pride in. It's the fact that when you tell me to program something, I'm like, I'm not going to hand in some hanky-danky shit. I'm not like, here you go, it, it kind of breaks if you enter this, but just don't enter that, you're good. I'm like, no, you mess with my code, motherfucker, you better be ready. Yeah. Right? But, and, it was, so when I talk about programming them, it's the same way as when they talk to me about art. Mm -hmm. Because right, right. It just, it's just two different worlds and modes of thinking. It could be. Yeah. Could be, but like, you and I can like, mediate that sometimes. You and me can mediate because you understand me right. and I understand you. Right. Well, not only that too, but like I've also delved into coding and right. in various forms. So it's not, you know, like that's the thing. It's like, I'm not just like an artist in that sense. I'm like, okay, artist, but I also, I want to understand how an engineer thinks because like, you never know, like, dude, how do you, how do you engineer, how do you like computerize certain things, right? Some people do it literally through code. Right. Right, some people draw it out, sketch it out. Some people code it out, right? Didn't yeah. didn't your mom's husband, fiance, fiance? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Didn't he code he, something he, in that sense? He like, took um, he, he took a painter's style, mm -hmm. right, and made a program to change his pictures into to make them look like. So if I took a picture of like our producer right now, it would just make it look like someone painted. It look like it would make like that specific artist painted it. Which it's is like really a filter. Cool. Yeah, it's like a filter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. So like, how do you, like, you need a coder and an artist to create filters, right? Right, yeah. So like, 
So, like, there's got to be someone to be able to under at least understand the language, right? Like, for me, I don't see my art amazingly, right? So I do. I have some good projects. I have some, some really shitty projects, projects, right? Like, this backpack, one of the best pieces of life. And it's one of your oldest, too, which is nice. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, that, like, and that's what I mean. It's like this, and then there was also, like, but, like, if I wanted to digitize this, you know, I don't know how to code. So, like, but I want... To make sure that they get the, every aspect of my art if we're going to go that route kind of thing. Right. So if that's the case, I got to know so, at least some of the lingo to be able to like make sure they don't ruin it. But at the same time, there's freedoms there, at least the way I see it, right? Because like now that this is mine, when we're going to digitize it, it's not lo no longer just mine because I'm going to get a second party to help me. Right. So instead of being like, that's mine. No, no, no. That's ours now, right? Yeah. If you coded that for me. You add your own little stank to it, you know, right. add your own little spice to it. So now guess what? It's a blend of mine and yours. Add a little bit of spice. It's like like art like literal music artists, right? Like, hey, hey Drake. Oh, hey Drake, I want you to be in my song. Instead of saying it's Nicki Minaj and Drake's song, it's Nicki Minaj featuring Drake. Right? right, yeah. And he can have a big part of it, but it's her song. Right. Right. I always thought this was another thing, right? Artists. Actually, I'm gonna just sense. skip over that. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. Do you think, as you build your hobbies up and as you like take, get more in depth with your hobbies, mm -hmm. it like changes who you are as a person? Always. Yeah. One hundred percent. Why? I mean, that's I just how. Go ahead. What do you have to say? I feel like sometimes you pick hobbies that already resonate with who you are as a person, so it just kind of makes you more of who. But you But like, are. but like this example, right? Like, um, when I was talking to all those physics students mm -hmm. right, in that class I took, they would talk to me. And they'd go, that's a computer scientist talking. That's a computer scientist way of thinking. Do you think there's like, a, you know, a climber's way of thinking? Or like, there's definitely an mm -hmm. artist's way of thinking. Okay, so like but again, but the, so this is where it gets all murky, right? Because like there's, there's Picasso art. There's Monet art, right? There's Frida Kahlo art. So like they all thought differently, right? Because they had like their own literal, they are part of their own little art movements, right? Right. Cubism, right? Expressionism, abstract right. art. Well, right? I mean, and I feel like postmodern like, uh, architecture, right? Each of those touches on like a different aspect of your brain to you for sure. Like, different skills, so maybe. See, and this might just be me not being an artist, but like when you said when you said all those names and all those different genres of art, uh -huh. my mind just went, "Those are kind of all the same thing." Because it's right when I say that, and it's like once you. I mean, that's like the same thing as like... It's like someone saying if I know Java versus Python. Right, right. right. It's, like, yeah. it's like... It's all the same thing. To but. you, when I say those names, it's like you say Java, Python, C++. It's like, what are those? They're all coding things. Right. Oh, so they're all programs. No, no, no. That's a code. That's a language. What right. the fuck's the difference? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I know yeah. the difference, but like for some people, they'd be like, I don't know what the difference is. Like, just put it on the computer for me. Right. Right? Like when someone's like, hey, can you design a website? Your brain goes to like... What's engineering C++ Python and some people are like oh no just I meant just like edit on GoDaddy yeah, right really go like you're just like or like some people think of it from the design aspect and you would think of it from like the coding aspect right exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so, yeah. so like and that's the thing is like and that's totally cool if you want to look at it that way but like for me right I didn't again I didn't care to learn about the history of art I just jumped into a class to like get rid of some electives but like I picked that shit up you know and it's like oh wow because I didn't know the difference because, like, when I took art, I took art in, like, fourth grade. And my teacher would paint the pictures of those artists. He had, like, for, like, Salvador Dali. He had Picasso. He had Monet on there. He had, you know, he had, like, four different ones. 
And I was like, I don't get it. Like, why'd you put them on there? And then you look at the background because he added again, he added his own style to it. And yeah. he drew like one of their paintings of each person in the background. And on those, you look at it and you go, oh, that, wow. Like, okay, so, oh, is that why there's greens in that one? Like, even though he's, you know, there's no such thing as a green person, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, there's hints of green in there. Wow, huh? Interesting. Like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, the, that art period was expressionism. Oh, I get it. Oh, why is his ear like on his neck? Oh, that's cubism or that's abstract art, you know? Oh, that makes sense now. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, Salvador Dali, why is there, why is his nose a cloud? Oh, he's surreal. Oh, I get it. And Frida Kahlo, why is she just playing? Oh, because she did a lot of auto, auto self-portraits, right? Yeah. And back in the day when she was doing it, you didn't have a camera and look at the picture and go, okay. Yeah. No, she had to figure a way out of finding something that would reflect her, and then she'd draw her own reflection. Yeah. I think this is what I look like. I look. like I like how I look. And everyone else was like, oh, but you had that unibrow. She didn't give it. Like, she drew that unibrow because she liked it. You know? Yeah. She could have easily just went, erase that unibrow. That's what I look like. But that unibrow changed but, the game. No, for sure, because, like, you might not even know the name, but I, the way I described her, you kind of know her. I know? didn't. Yeah, you even like, I was like, who the fuck is Yeah, but then you're like, oh, she's the one with yeah. the unibrow, you know, the one with the monobrow. And you're like, oh, yeah, now I know her face because right. she's the only artist that ever drew herself with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but cool. I always say, like, yeah, there you um, go. Maybe, like, you approach life differently because of certain hobbies. Like, yeah, so, like, for tricking or whatever, yeah, still like, uh, my people have to, like, gear themselves up to be like, like a double twist or like a double back flip or whatever, but everyone's approach is just do it or like fuck it, but like not like. like but that coder, doesn't work. A coder might not have that like approach. Yeah. Whereas saying, when you're facing like okay, if you don't give it your all, you have a higher chance of getting injured, so you might as well just like eat it. Right. Versus like a coder is like not about to do that because they're like if I just just try it and it fucks up and just show it to my boss, it might like screw me over. Okay, so so mindsets right in terms of hobbies right. So, like, for me, I have multiple hobbies. I play the ukulele, the time again. I don't have a single hobby, and I'm not the best at one single hobby like a lot of people. People hone a single hobby, master it, and then boom, on to the next. Or boom, I'm going to perfect this one. For me, it's more of like, what do I feel like I want to do today? Oh, I kind of want to draw. I'll sketch a little bit. Uh, I feel kind of cramped in my room. I'm going to go to, to the park, or I'm going to go across the street, sketch at the coffee shop, or whatever. I don't even sketch... What's in front of me, just like the feel and the flow of things, you know? Right. So maybe that's like an artist's perspective of like, you know, it's like, it doesn't have to be the spot, it doesn't have to be the place, it doesn't have to be the certain medium in, in the sense of like pen to paper, notebook, or like to pencil, whatever it is. Yeah. It could be pastel. Sometimes I pull out literally like a Sharpie, I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. And I just did like a watercolor thing, and I'm like, oh. Well, I guess we're going to work with it, because like that was the feel. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like very expressive in the sense of like, it felt right. The orange sharpie felt right. I have to put some orange in there for some reason, kind of thing, you know. And like that's like that's why I say the that hobbies give you a certain men mentality because to you, right? Sure. You you see these different, like you see these these art forms and like music and yep. pastels and sharpie and you know like just crayon or whatever, right? Yeah. And then and that's like you, again, that's not even the, the, that's not even the like. Just of my hobbies, that's just right. one category that I the, sit in. Right, but what I'm trying to get at is that, like, I'll see that and just go, oh, he's an artist. Yeah. Right. You are tons of other things, right? And that's like, the thing, too, is I, artist, I do the same right. to that point. I'm like, oh, what are you? What do you do? I'm an artist. 
Right. Oh, what do you do as an artist? Oh, well, I remodel kitchens with my dad. That's not art. That's carpentry. Right. Well, I mean, like, if you want to look at it through my eyes, I see it as art. Because guess what? We're changing an image of this kitchen that was once dilapidated. We're, re- we're reinvesting or reinvigorating it. We're putting life into this kitchen now, right? Or, like, same with, like, how I set up my room. Like, behind closed doors, it could get messy, but, like, controlled mess sometimes. And I'm like... It's art to me because I, you know, it helps me to clear my mind in a way. And now I can think clearly, right? Right. Some people like watch TV, right? And that's a hobby too. Don't get me wrong. Like, for me, I don't watch, and it's for different reasons, right? Some people watch it for entertainment purposes. I do that sometimes, but most now I've gotten to the point where I watch it and I look for like not deeper meanings, but I'm like, okay, like, what is this pulling out of me? Why was I drawn to this show? Why am I? Why did I pick YouTube? You know. Yeah. Like, I kind of break down, but I break down as small as I can, but at the same time, I bring it back to generalisms, right? Right. Oh, I'm picking YouTube. Why? Well, I'm, you know, I'm feeling it. You know, it's my it's the vibe I'm picking up right now. Why this video? Oh, because, I don't know, I just it's associating with me for some reason. You know, it's like, because, like, uh, when, you, when you look at, like, YouTube, Netflix, they base algorithms on things you watch or things you do, so it's like, I don't pick I don't like try to correct the algorithm in a sense but I don't try to let it predict my movements either I just go with the flow kind of thing right oh that oh, I guess it, you know hey that algorithm wasn't wrong there boom you know let's watch that video are you ready for the algorithm to become the next god of the human race who what the algorithm to become the next god of the human race what's when is what yeah for what Do you get it no so so there's this there's this running running uh theme in sci-fi tv shows mm-hmm. right where there's because you know how everybody's always like the algorithm right well yeah i mean yeah. that was like like um they did it in the space odyssey if you've ever seen that movie or read that book where they're like what's the answer to the universe and they're like give us a second we'll figure it out and they come back seven years later or whatever and they're like it's 42 you mean a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh what did i say space odyssey yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't that part of like the bigger series called the space odyssey uh i believe that was all it was kind of all part of dune really well, Dune is like, wait, really? No, because Dune, uh, Dune is like a whole different book. No, but like, I've, like, well, the but way Hitch- I you're right. It was yeah. Hitchhiker's Galaxy. Hitchhiker's right. Guide okay, to the Galaxy. We are, we'll, we'll, we're not going to get into the. No, but you, Dune, you corrected me correctly. Is Dune the father of all sci-fi? No. No, but so like, yeah, that was the thing, though, right? Like, that was the, the like, what's the answer to the universe? It's like it's forty-two, but we don't know what the specific question was. Yeah. Right, like it's such a broad question. We have the answer. It's forty-two. Or, but how does that pertain? I don't know, it's 42. Just take it. Just go, right? We wanted the meaning of life 42. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, um... What does that mean, though? It's like, how does that associate with stuff? I don't... Hey, you asked for the answer. We built the supercomputer. It gave us the answer. Go, go, go. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, but, um... But real quick, and then we'll probably wrap up soon. Like, why... Why do you think hobbies are important to you? To me? Well, dude, that's just... I mean, it's like the same thing as, like, who your friends are, right? You're influenced by what you do, who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with, what you surround yourself with. So for me, if I want to be an artist, I'm going to surround myself with the arts, right? What is art to me? Right. And I, like, what's coding to you, right? Like, oh, well, it, I have that's, a different meaning. That was yeah. a, but that was like a, that's like a rhetorical question, right? Oh, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean? It's like, what's art to me? Oh, well, like what I wear could be considered art. Do I consider art? No. It's just clothing, right? Right. Oh, you know, this this drawing that I did, is that art? Depends, right? It's I the beholder, right? Right, yeah. Oh, that doesn't look like art. That looks like garbage. Okay, well, I see it as art, right? right? And that's when it becomes like, have you ever seen, like, 
you know who Jackson Pollock is? Yes. So he's the guy who does like all the like splatter paint stuff. Right. Yeah. And people go crazy for it, and other people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Shit? Right. Or like, there's like a couple of them where it's literally like just not because Jackson Pollock gets crazy with the splatters, but there's some people that are like just do like splat. There it is, and they're like, right. "Wow!" And you'll see people who look at it and go, "Wow!" And you're like, "What?" Um, I'm still mad. I'm still mad at that one uh, art artist lady who basically just went ahead and said, "I lived." in a room for three weeks hmm. and now I took everything out of my room. I, she she did a lot of work for it because she had to take the bed out, the ashtrays, everything and meticulously place it to where they were placed in the room when she lived in it. Hmm. But then she took a pallet, like a big ass pallet hmm. and put everything on top of it and said, this is an art piece. Yeah. Who wants to design? No, no, no. No, genuinely like if you, like, she got paid, I think, like, what? I think 200 million for it. She, she basically goes, okay. And then you take a forklift, and they lifted it, and they put it in a truck. And whoever bought it just has that. Yeah. Like, in their backyard or in a room somewhere. Right. So it's like a set. Yeah, it's like a set. And that was, like, something. Because, I mean, someone was willing to buy it because someone saw what, or, you know what I mean? It's like, someone either saw what she sue, sue, saw, or, you know what I mean? It's like. I, I, I know what she's doing with that. I need to buy it because it has such meaning to me or value to me. Right. So much so that I'm putting $200 million on it. Right. Kind of thing, right? And is, so is that kind of like what art feels like to you? I mean, like, I don't put when you, monetary value to stuff. You know, you know that about me. I, I know you know, but like, but when, but when you do your art and you like, you're looking at your piece, do you believe it's valuable to yourself? Is each like you know is the art you do valuable? To you? So here's the thing, right? I have I have like everyone has like a block in a sense, right? Like writer's block, artists have block too. Yeah. I always have right artist block, but mine is like I don't know when to finish something. So like for me, it's like oh, when you sign something off, that's generally when you finish it, right? I'll go back into that same piece that I was that I like signed off and then like oh shit, let me just touch that up. And I had to get some intro, in, like I had to get a second opinion from my dad's previous artist that helped him like remodel houses and yeah, you know do do his construction and you know remodeling and he was like yeah sometimes you just gotta just gotta say I'm satisfied and that's my problem was like I'm like I'm never satisfied he's like I get that but and you know that's like I, that's how me as an artist sees things is like it's not that I'm never satisfied. It's like, I think I can improve on it. And then sometimes you either got to like lock it away and be like, it's good kind of thing. Yeah. And for me, I can't sometimes to the point where my dad has to do it for me where he's like, okay, I'm framing this. <laughs> you can't touch it anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'll look at it. I'll be like, I could. And he's like, no, it's done. I already framed it. The glass is there. You can't touch it anymore. I'm like, and it's like almost like I'm like trying to like take my own art back, take it out and be like, okay, now it's done. But I know if I keep doing that, I see it. It's almost like a perfectionist mindset, too, at the same time. You know, it's like, okay, it's sad. I'm satisfied. Here, take it. It's yours. Okay, thanks. Wait. Okay, wait, hold on. I have to see one more thing. Now it's done. All right, even better. Oh, wait, wait. One more thing. Yeah, no. You know, that's me sometimes. That's me coding, though. What? Uh, what's? You, why do you think hobbies are important, like, for you? For me? I, okay. So, I don't even know if I answered that question. So go ahead and answer. I'll, I'll see if I can okay. sum up my answer. Definitive answer for me. Definitive answer. I 
play hobbies because they make me genuinely feel like a god. Whatever, because the thing is, the thing is this, right? My hobbies in include programming and playing tabletop games. Mm -hmm. Now, when I play those, when I do those things, my mind just forgets that, like, oh, you have a, you're a normal person living in California, just so like a, doing normal an things. escape from reality, right? Like genuinely, I am no longer where I was when I open up that laptop or I get to my desktop and I open up that like you know. Like, depending on where we program, right? When I open that up, everything outside of what's on my screen melted away. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, in there, and I'm, like, I'm going to build. I'm not, I'm not building anything extreme, but I feel like I could when I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I feel like if I'm programming just to do, like, basic data compiling, I go, my mind takes me off, and it goes, you could actually take this, and you could make it. Like, you could input it into the Google algorithm, right? And you could take data from the Google, like, all the data Google has, right? Like, you just pay, like, a couple hundred dollars or whatever and get all that data. And then once you take that data, you can learn so much about the general public, about the world, about anything you want to learn about. Why? Just so you know it. Just so you can look around and find these people and know exactly what the fuck they're eating for lunch. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and that's why, uh, and that's you know, that's why I do my hobbies. Because for a split moment while I'm doing the hobby, there's I'm a god. Do you do it for you? Yeah. So for when I do my stuff, I do it for my own happiness. Yeah. But at the same time, I do it in the appreciation of like I get to share this with everybody, kind of thing. Right? Mm, and yeah. it's like not to the point where like it's like okay, you know, here I'm sharing this with you, and you go, okay, I don't want it. It sucks. Right. Well, that's okay. That's how I look. You know, it's never like, well, oh, God damn it. Now he says it sucks, whatever. So they're like, no. no, I'm like, oh, well, you know, like he doesn't, I guess he didn't see what I thought I saw kind of thing, right? That's okay. Maybe I'll show it to someone else and they'll be like, wow, you know? Right. And again, that's probably not going to be the case. But maybe you run into that one person that's like, oh, my goodness. Wow. Right. You know? And that's, and that's when you're like, oh, wow, okay, it's kind of cool kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, again, I'm an artist, but I'm not an artist. I'm a, I never claim to be anything, but at the same time I do in a sense, right? right yeah. like, currently, I'm an artist now. Tomorrow, I might wake up and be like, maybe I just want to be a ninja. Like, you know, I'm going to go train to be my, to do my ninja warrior, warrior stuff. Yeah. And then I could be like, well, I guess that's an art form if I want to look at it that way. You know what I mean? I could, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, no, I could If you deem your body a work of art. Do I? I mean, no, I'm just saying for people who, like, oh, yeah. you know, who's bodybuilders, but, do. Yeah, yeah, right, like, they look at themselves oh, for and they're, sure. like, peaky. I mean, they literally call it sculpting for a reason, right? Yeah. They're sculpting their body. And there's not, like, the whole chisel and... No, but, like, okay, I'm going to hit those weights. Like, my brother is, like, not a bodybuilder, but he sculpts his body to be, like, as you call it, Adonis's, right? Right. That's not a negative term. That's a really positive term in the sense of, like, okay, he wants to look his best. Right. Is it for him? Is it for others? That's up to for him to decide. But right? like, Everyone would want to hope it's for him. But as long as he's happy doing what he's doing, who cares kind of thing, right? Right. I mean, like, really what, like, I, I was, I'm just going to say this and I'll end it here. Yeah. That is, again, like, why I just feel so strongly that, like, it, like no one hobby, like, no one thing you just do for yourself, like, is the same as anything else. Anybody else could be doing it, right? You're an artist, I'm a programmer, right? 
And so, like, when you do your art, you do it for yourself, but you want to share it with people, like you said. If right? they want it, right? If it's they... not a thing of, like, here, take it, or here, I'm trying to... Right. No, I was like, like I drew this, it's yeah. out for people to see. You know, if you want to focus on it, sick. If you don't want to focus on it, focus on my voice. You know, right. if you don't want to focus on my voice, focus on... You know what I mean? It's yes. like, there's so many things you can appreciate. You know, it's like, you don't just have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Another wave drawing, you know what I mean? Yeah. What a uh, you know kind of thing. It's like okay, then here we go. I got you, homie. You don't want the wave drawing? Oh, look at you. Go look at that kind of thing, right? It's yeah. not art, but guess what? Now you can look at that because I don't want to. Someone went to college just so they could make a backpack to you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, again, that's follow your dreams, kids. And with that, we're gonna probably end it here. It's your boy Waffles. And your boy Maui. And this is Couch Surfing. Peace.